Hey guys, welcome back to the Silent Sales Machine radio podcast. I'm your guest host, Ryan Rieger, and excited to bring this episode to you. We're chatting today with Michael and Rachel Kesey. They're longtime members of my Amazon Legends group. And Rachel, a couple of years ago, was able to quit her job as a nurse, a very high paying job, because of their Amazon business. Super cool. So we, I interviewed them in our Amazon Legends group. And there's a little bit of an issue there was with the audio. So if there, you notice a break, um, it's because uh, they cut out and came back in. But I still wanted to bring this episode to you because you're le- you will learn a lot of awesome nuggets from them, things that they've learned in their business to reach where they are today. So here's my interview with Michael and Rachel. Now we have uh, Michael and Rachel Kesey. You guys live in St. Louis, right? Yep. About in the suburbs. Okay. <laughs> Probably about... 30 minutes from St. Louis. Nice. Yes. And you guys have been a Legends member for how long? So we started in a Q4 group October of 18. Okay. With you and Danny. Yeah. And and then end of December, January, I can't remember exactly, um, end of 18, beginning of 19. Uh Uh-huh. Cool. Okay, so you were telling me that about the Q4 groups in 2018, you joined the Legends right after that. So pick up, uh, actually tell me, when, when you started selling online? Was it, was it the Q4 2018? No, we actually started on Amazon in July of 2017. Okay. And we started in a different group yeah. and had a little bit of, success with that, but it was really just trial and error and kind of trying to figure out stuff on our own. (laughs) We did a Q4 group in a different group in 2017. And then in 2018, we were like, we need something a little bit more. And that was when we found your Q4 group. Okay. So in 2017 from, I think our, our actually yesterday was our three-year anniversary. Oh, Uh, cool. Congratulations. Our first shipment on July 23rd, 2017, and had our first sale on July 31st. And so in that first year from July through December of 2017, we did about 67,000 in sales. So not bad, but not as much as we really wanted. So then in 2018, we kind of fumbled along and then... Uh found your Q4 group. And okay. after that was a game changer. So it was, it was a no brainer to jump in and join legends at the end of 2018. So yes, yeah, so they mentioned the Q4 group. So um, just as a reminder, we're going to do those again this year and legends members get free access to those. We're also going to, um, this might not apply to a lot of you guys because uh, you're farther along usually in this group, but honey and I are doing a pre Q4 quick start for Jim's community. So do not sign up for that because you all get free access to that. And it's, um, it's going to be basically taking somebody who's never sold online before ready in six weeks for Q4. I mean, obviously they're not going to be at, you know, Michael and Rachel's level in six weeks, but they're going to have gone through a shipment where our goal is to have them confident with Keepa. So I know some of you will benefit from some of those webinars that we're going to do, but Q4 groups are awesome and Legends members get free access. So that's, yeah, that's cool. Awesome. So that was a game changer. So overwhelming, anyways. Yes. <laughs> if you're new and it's Q4, it's. Oh gosh, yeah. 
Yeah. The reason we're doing that is because most people say like, you know, I went through one Q4 and I didn't know what I, my first Q4, I had no idea what I was doing. And we want people to have a clue what they're doing, honestly, to be able to, you know, have a, they have like something uh, prepared. Uh, They're not going to be experts, but they're going to at least be confident knowing how to move forward. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So taught you, so 2019 was a full legends year. Talk, start us there. So 2018 was our first full year on Amazon and we did about 360,000 that year. Wow. And that was 2018. Then we joined Legends and then 2009, I I ended up quitting my job halfway through 2018. Okay. And then 2019 was our first full year in Legends and we did... 508,000. Whoa, you went from 360 to 508? Yeah. Yeah. That's Mm -hmm. awesome. Yep. And Mike still works a full-time job. Yeah. Um, He does most of the shopping and then I do most of the shipping. Okay. (laughs) Um, So That's usually backwards. I know. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, he works in retail, so... Right. He's just kind of used to that. So. Yeah, and it works good. So it does. That's right. It does. It works for you guys. Yeah, but most of the time, I talk to couples. They're like the husband is the mule. He does. He does all the hard work, and as far as like the boxing and all that type of stuff, the not the fun stuff of the business. Yeah. I save the boxing. I usually will add everything to the shipment. Uh huh. Bag stuff get it all added, and then when it comes to the actual boxing part, I wait for him to get home from work. That's good. That's good. So, and then the, the middle of 2018, we actually moved to an entirely different state. We moved closer to back home as well, too. So, so we really? had all of that going in the middle of 2018 as well. Oh my too. gosh, where you guys? Where'd you move from? Memphis, Tennessee. Okay. So Missouri's home. Yep. And then his job took us to Florida and Tennessee, and okay. we lived in Tennessee. We lived in Memphis um, when we started selling on Amazon. So then moving to St. Louis, we had to figure out new stores and where. Oh my gosh. Yeah. We Did do you have some of the same regional stores at all? Not no. very many. No. No. I mean, yeah. Like your, your normal big box stores, but we started off. I don't know if we really lucked out or what it was, but um, the group that we started in really, really pushed clearance. Okay. And, and scanning. So uh-huh. we just started off with clearance and scanning and we had a store in yeah. Memphis called Bargain Hunt. Okay. And so we started there and we were just like, it came so easy to us. We were like, this is so easy. <laughs> like, we just got really lucky with right. that. And then as time went on and, you know, stuff started running out there, we like, you really can't grow maybe right. sourcing at Bargain Hunt. Yeah, um, no, we you're were, right. When yeah, we then you're always constantly looking for new inventory. Yeah. yeah. Margins are really good though. Yeah. Yes. Yep. But when we moved here, there's no bargain hunt here. So that really. Yeah. So talk us. about that. You had to pivot. What was that like? Yeah. I think the biggest difference for us was, you know, during all the time of the move as well too, as of adjusting for the move and the new, we bought a new house here and okay. with all of that going on, that definitely slowed us down a little bit. Okay. So that was when we really started looking more at what we would call replans now with what items would be out there that we could find consistently more often. Yep. And so that's really what kind of led us to the replans 
that we've started picking up and working through with now. Okay. Okay. And Rachel, you said you quit your job in the middle of 2018. What was that decision like? Because I know there's a lot of people that are thinking, gosh, I want to be there. I want to do that. I want to quit my job. But were you, we don't have to talk about numbers or anything like your salary was, but as far as like, you know, were you at, a, was there a certain percentage? Like if I can get to this percentage of my nursing income, I'm ready to quit. So yeah, we kind of had some numbers in our, in the back of our mind of when mm-hmm. one of us could, could quit. Uh-huh. We were not there (laughs) when he got offered a transfer Uh that was much, much closer to home. We were about six and a half hours from family and he got offered a position that's only an hour from family. Oh, wow. Yeah. At the time I had been an RN for 18 years, Mm -hmm. loved my job, loved, loved, Mm -hmm. loved it, loved being a nurse, never dreamed that I would do anything else. Uh Um, I was working at St. Jude in Memphis. And when I found out that we were moving, I kind of started looking at nursing jobs in St. Louis and it, Mm -hmm. it just was not right. Like nothing, nothing can compare to St. Jude. It is just amazing. I worked with the best people ever. It's the best hospital. It treats their nurses wonderfully. And I just thought, I can't do this. I can't I just don't want to. And, you know, with moving the kids to a new state and then starting a new school system, Uh I just told Mike, I said, you know, I just want to try to make this Amazon thing work when we first move back. I'm just going to promise I'm going to put 110% into it and and just see where it goes, where it takes us. And he was, I, I really had faith. I really, really had faith that I could make it work. Right. So this was in June okay. of 2018. And he said, okay, I'll give you until January of 2019. <laughs> you, you've got, you know, you, and he helped, you know. Otherwise you're going back like, to work, baby. You're yeah. all on your own. You figure it out. No. <laughs> But he said, oh you know, gosh. we can do it together. We can yeah. make it work with one of us, you know, still working full time. And, and then That's one of us awesome. doing Amazon, then I'll let you continue doing it in January. Yeah. And so what, at what point was he like, oh yeah, this is working. Was there, was it happened before January? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Hey, good. Yeah. yeah. Really once we, that was when we really joined the first Q4 group uh-huh. um, with you guys. And that's when we really saw the differences. We took a big spike for Q4 that year because, okay, I mean, really at that time of June, when she was sharing that information about, man, I want to stay home. I think mm-hmm. this might be the right chance to try it. We had only sold 66 or 67,000 a year before. So that was still pretty scary to go, well, we know sure. what we're doing, but we're not <laughs> far enough along to leave right. a I mean, she made a great wage as a nurse, and so sure. she was making a great salary at that. And so that was a little bit risky with moving to a new state and buying a new home, and right, you know, all of those factors as well. And too. there was no bargain store that you could shop from yeah. that was similar. Yeah, and I was an hour. I had not lived. We had not lived close to family. We moved away in two thousand one. Okay. And, oh wow. And so he said, "You're going to move back home, and you're going to want to go see your family all the time." And I was like. <laughs> I am exactly. <laughs> and, you know, now my kids are close to grandparents, so right. You know, I really had to, you know, schedule when I'm when I'm going to work because when you're a, your mm-hmm. own boss, it's really easy to be like, I'm going to sleep till nine. I'm going to skip today. Yeah, I'm going to go to the pool. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. So definitely. I mean, by November, December, 
I knew that there's no way I was ever going to go back to being a nurse. And that is and, awesome. <laughs> what was that feeling like? Was it a little, um, were you a little bit sad because you loved oh, your, what you were doing or was it like all like wonderful? Very, very bittersweet. Yeah. yeah. I mean, cause nursing school, anybody that's been through nursing school knows it's not easy. Yeah. And I felt like, you know, I worked so hard to get that RN behind my name. Right. And now am I just throwing that away? Mm, and it yeah. was hard for me to explain to family. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to be a nurse anymore. I'm going to sell, you know, and when you tell your family, I'm just going to sell stuff on Amazon. <laughs> they look at you like you have two heads. <laughs> <laughs> they don't get it. Oh, my gosh. That's so so true. Um, it, it was, <laughs> I feel very, very blessed now with all of the COVID stuff going on. Mm -hmm. I cannot imagine. Oh man. Yeah. I have so many friends that are still working as nurses and, you know, even with the virtual learning, my kids were first grade, eighth grade, and we don't homeschool. My kids go to public school. So that was a big transition to bring them home and try to figure out how I'm going to teach them. (laughs) And, And I love them to death, but I could never homeschool them. (laughs) So trying to figure out how to work the business and school them. Right. Um, But I just was so thankful. I just thank God every night. If I had had a full-time job outside of the home, I don't know what I would have done. No, absolutely. Oh my gosh. Yes. So it's, it's, I miss it. I I definitely miss nursing, Mm -hmm. but the freedom that I have doing this is absolutely priceless. That's awesome, man. So, Michael, you're not planning on, I know we talked before, and you actually enjoy what you're doing, and you have no plans to quit, right? I don't. I love it. Yeah, um, he, he is, he's going to quit. <laughs> <laughs> I just celebrated 20 years a few weeks ago. That's so, awesome. So it's been awesome. So, yeah. So, it's been yeah. great. I love it. So, And it's just a great community, very similar yeah. to what Legends is. So, yeah, that absolutely. makes it even more special. So. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Is there a struggle there? Like um, thinking, um, gosh, if I quit, our business could go to this level? Or is it like absolutely not even a a struggle at all for you? Uh, I would say that definitely pops up at times. So what we've worked on this year specifically is how would we continue to scale without more hours or more commitment from us to do that? Yeah. So that's led us to a pretty big leap over the last couple of months as well, too. So about two months ago, we decided to make the leap and we actually um, have a warehouse now. Yeah, I remember you posting um, about that. What's that been like? It's been great. You uh-huh. know, it's it's been another learning curve, just like it is anytime you take that step forward. Sure. So, but it's been great for us. It's only been about seven weeks that we've had it up and running and going okay. now, um, okay. but it's working really well for us. So, so we see that that'll take us another pretty substantial growth in the business this year for us. Yeah. So we think that'll really boost us up. And then we still are, Rachel is still working from the house, you know, and we're still using that as kind of almost like a double down. So if we can consistently keep the warehouse going and do some of what we're doing from home, we think that can get us to How many employees do you have? Right now, two. So we have two that, um, one of them works about 30 hours a week and the other one is anywhere from five to 15, 20 Um, but so we have a, one of them shops for us and then they both prep and ship. Wow. So we kind of have, and the good thing is, is that the warehouse is in a totally different town from where we live. It's about an hour away. We were not able to find a warehouse close to where we live that was the right size that fit in our budget. Sure. 
And so we found one that was in a different town. So they have access to stores that we don't have access to. Oh, that's wonderful. So it's kind of, you know, we're kind of trying to, to double the business with That's us. awesome. Are your shoppers, the, the one that shops for you, he or she? She. Okay. Is she, is she making decisions for new products or is she just going off of a list of replens that you give her? Mostly she goes off of a replen list. We okay. have the replen uh, dashboard, the software, Wonderful. which is absolutely priceless for us yeah. because we are to the point where we have we are sourcing about five to 600 replens. So I print off a shopping list for her once a week and send that to her. And then she shops. And if she can't find, she doesn't have a whole lot of stores. It's a smaller town. Mm -hmm. So when Mm -hmm. she can't find anything and she still has hours, we tell her, you know, just she can work up to 30 hours a week if she's done shopping. Yeah. Then we have started teaching her how to um, source for new products. Wow. So she's, it's kind of time consuming because she's still really in the learning process. So sure. she's scared to make decisions on her own. Sure. <laughs> so she screenshots everything and sends it to yeah. us. Even if it's like rank 1200% ROI, she's like, is it okay? Can I buy this? We're like, right. yes, buy as many buy on it. the shelf. <laughs> Let's talk so about that. Kind of, so when you um you're having her, you said buy as many as on the shelf. Would you, if it's something like that, do you say literally buy all ten that they're there, or do you? Start uh, if it's really really good, we'll test we'll test five to ten depending okay. on the buy cost. Sure. Yeah. Okay, that is awesome. Was that um talk about that decision of um that's a big deal to get a warehouse. Yeah. Was that hard? And what what did you what were you looking for in a warehouse? Because just think about all these people that are watching or will be watching the replay, thinking, "Gosh, I want a warehouse," and others don't don't want to mess with that. But uh, you've just gone through that. So, what was that like? And how did you? Was it a, kind of a leap of faith, or not not much? Well, I think the first thing was is we met with our accountant first, and we okay. just said, "Hey, are we at the right stages that this makes sense?" Mm. And when we first approached him, he said, "Probably not yet." So we approached him about six months ago and just said, hey, this is kind of our goal for what we have set for 2020. And obviously it was before everything that's happening in yep. the world right now. And so he said, I probably would give that another six months. Okay. And let's see where let's see where your first quarter numbers look like and where they end. Okay. Um, so af- after the first quarter, he said, I think you're probably close enough that you could start looking. So that's when we really started shopping for a warehouse was probably, you know, March, April when everything was happening. Okay. And so what we found out is that we just really weren't having a lot of luck finding anything with everything that was going on. Right. Um, and so we found a place just like a literally at the end of June or at the end of um, May. And if, if the opportunity was to move pretty quick on it, they were looking that a tenant was moving out of it and they okay. were looking to um, either lease it or sell it. Um, and so we had a great opportunity, but we had to kind of move fast. So we sought, we sought kind of our accountant's guidance on that okay. as well too. And That's he said, good. man, if you feel like you can do that and have the right employees, yeah. then let's do it. So we really quickly looked for a few employees. And the town is some is where we know a few people from. So that helped us give okay. us a little insight. Yeah. Um, and so we really just prayed about it and took the risk and did it. So yep. you said the so far, there. Great. we, we really it. just wanted something that was open, really big and open. Okay. That we could like put a huge table in the middle. You know, sometimes I'll go up there and help and my, we have a daughter, 14 year old daughter, she'll come up and help. And mm-hmm. four of us can fit around that table 
and just be polybagging all at the same time. We have oh, nice. rolling racks. So the space, and it has it has a dock. Oh, um, wow. So we can get, we aren't to that point yet, but that's a goal to For get, sure. you know, have wholesale where we'll yeah. be unloading pallets. And <laughs> right. That's awesome. So, Talk uh, about the decision. Was it, um, was it that you couldn't grow anymore because of not enough hours in the day or you were just tired of having it all in your house? Both. Okay. Both. It really, I was, I was just tapped out. Yeah. When my daughter is here, it's easier because she helps a lot mm-hmm. uh, with the with the prepping and shipping. But Michael commutes thirty mm-hmm. miles Whoa. one way, so sixty yeah. miles every day to work, mm-hmm. and so he has I don't even know how many stores that he can stop at, and he has like three different <laughs> highways that he can take to get to work. Okay. So. He leaves for work early in the morning and stops at a couple stores on the way to work. Okay. He'll run to a couple stores on his lunch break and okay. then he'll drive a different route home. So he was shopping way faster than I could ship it in. And so mm. stuff was piling up and I was stressed <laughs> out and yeah. I, I'm just like, I can't do anymore. So that was really the turning point of I was going to yeah. have a breakdown. That's right. You're <laughs> going to go back to nursing. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I think I may have said that a couple of times. I'm just going to go back to nursing and you can just follow this in. Oh my gosh. So Michael, when you're doing that shopping, talk about what, are you finding new replens? Is that what you're doing? Yeah. Most of that now, I mean, obviously back in the beginning, it was really just working through our replens list that we kind of hand wrote out before we had the software that is out there now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I would literally just look for those. And once I would pick those up, then I would spend an extra, you know, 15 or 20 minutes in that same okay. area. Just okay. trying to find a new item or two every time that I would go. Okay. And so really by sticking with it consistently, you know, almost every day or every other day, I was able to kind of build that replens list for us pretty wow. consistently too. So man, are you still looking for more? You're a couple more you're picking up the ones you need that your shopper isn't able to do or doesn't have time, and then you're finding a couple more each time that you're out. Yep, that's a goal. So my goal is really to try to find two to three every time that I go out. That's awesome. Um, and hit the store. So that's really helped us build it. And we've, yeah. we've actually built the replants probably up to about 16 or 1700 total. Jeez. But so many of those are either seasonal, you know, or they're just, they tank a little bit over time. So they fall sure. off your list and you just watch them for later. So, so yeah, we've built the replants list pretty big. So that also helped a little bit in the influence of being able to share with our accountant to say, Hey, we think it's the right time to look for a warehouse. Yeah. Since you're, you're finding that many replens, do you, I mean, I know I probably know what your answer is going to be, but do you feel like you're ever going to run out of potential replens? No. (laughs) (laughs) Capital, capital. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Now our biggest problem is how do I fund to, how do I have two shoppers? Cause Mm. we don't use credit. I have a bank account. And Mm -hmm. every morning I get up and I see how much is in there and I text my shopper and I say, this is how much you have to spend. Mm -hmm. And she goes to the store and she shops until it's spent. And then she goes and and preps it. So that's, that is the, our biggest hurdle right now is, is capital, but it's, it's definitely, I mean, since we've hired her and it's hard to judge because we hired her and got the warehouse right around the time that everything was booming with mm-hmm. COVID, mm-hmm. but we're up over 50% from last year Ow. and up 30% from last month. Oh my gosh. So it, we're, we're growing it just 
that like one of the big things that I always say to new, new sellers is it is a marathon, not a sprint. Yes. Don't try to start at phase three. Yep. Start at the beginning, be patient Mm. and you don't need every single tool out there in the beginning, every single fancy thing that everybody else has just keep up. Yep. Keep yeah, that's the, thing I, that's the thing I would reinforce to people as well is, you know, we really didn't get a warehouse until we had probably sold. I mean, really, we were over a million dollars total from the time okay. we started it. We had sold yep. before we moved to that, okay. that level of taking that risk. So, yeah. but yeah, in the beginning, we had none of those tools. We were talking about a little bit this morning is um, we were finishing <laughs> up a shipment this morning, but we were talking about our first shipment was uh-huh. like 23 items. Mm-hmm. You know, and the first item we sold was a lunchbox and we were so excited, but it probably took us five or six hours to prep 23 sure. items and ship sure. them in because yeah. we didn't have any software, or any tools or anything. Yeah. Wow. Our, our first shipment was 23 items uh-huh. and we did not do a shipment of over 100 items until the middle of September. So, wow. so two months before we even did a hundred item shipment. Now we will not even we won't even do a shipment if it's not 400 items. 400? <laughs> yeah, oh my I'm gosh. like, I can't believe we wasted our time boxing up these 23 item shipments. No, but you got to start somewhere. You wouldn't be yeah, shipping totally. 400 items if you hadn't first started shipping that first step. Exactly. First yeah, and we used 30 up labels. I remember when, I, when we very first started, uh-huh. I didn't even have a scanner. I yeah. sat at the computer and punched in manually the UPC codes. Yeah, wow. So it's, oh my gosh, I remember those days too. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. So tell me about some of the, I, you don't need to necessarily give away some of the stores. Are you going to national stores or regional stores when you're shopping? Both. Yeah. Actually, hit both. and here would be my recommendation. Uh-huh. I don't know. I've been in a store where we couldn't find replens. Nice. Yeah. I mean, I mean, not, I mean, maybe we're just overly confident because we've done it for a little while, but sure. I don't think there's a store we can't walk in and find replens to be very honest. Okay. So block me in. Let's, uh, let's say you, uh, you come down here to Texas and you visit me and we yep. go to a store that you don't have in St. Louis. Let's say that's, um, what would that be? What uh, are some of your grocery stores? Oh, uh, well, we have Kroger. You guys have Kroger's. Kroger. Um, yeah. we don't have HEB in North Texas, but there's, um, HEB is big in Texas. So let's Never say HEB grocery that. store. It's a grocery um, store. Okay. Where would you start? If you, you walk into an HEB grocery store and you've never been in there before. And you, yep. you know, where, where would you, this is going to be helpful for a lot of folks who've thinking about doing replans or just feel like they don't have that. It, Cause you're right. I love what you said, Michael. It's about confidence. Yeah. And so where would we go? Where would be yeah. the first aisle? Well, we'd probably go to non-perishables and I literally would just start in that first aisle. I mean, a lot of times that's how okay. we do it when we go down an aisle. Okay. So, and we use some of the tools, obviously we've learned you can barcode scan. Mm-hmm. Then from there we would, if the, if that comes up or not, then mm-hmm. that will tell us a lot of times if the item is going to be an option or not to look okay. at the keep a scores for. Then the second thing we would do, if not, is we would picture scan. Okay. And then the third thing we would do, if that still doesn't come up is manually type in that item. Okay. And I would say an average of every 10 items that you look for, uh-huh. one of those 10 pops up at least to yeah. give you a clue on what to look for. Now, they may not yeah. all be profitable items or they may not uh-huh. meet, meet the margins of what you want them to be to purchase uh-huh. that item to resell. Okay. Um, but I think it literally would be that. We literally would just yeah. start at Would the you look for, would things catch your eye that you probably haven't seen before or look new, look like something you've not seen in, in St. Louis? Yeah, like like yeah. maybe like, 
uh, spices or okay. like barbecue sauces or something like that that would be specific to your region. Okay. Like in Memphis, big, you know, barbecue right. in Memphis. So there's lots of local, you know, things that are specific to Memphis okay. in the grocery stores. So if we had a, bar, a, bar, a Texas barbecue sauce, you'd pick it up and you would scan the barcode first? Yep. Yep. Okay. And, and, then, you- and then if nothing came up, we we would either picture scan or type it in. Okay. Um, we really like the picture scan because it's faster than typing. Um, yeah. And so but, would you ever, so we talk a lot about, um, and I love talking to you guys because you obviously you build an amazingly successful business and everybody does things differently. So a lot of times we talk to say, go into an aisle and you see barbecue sauce, you might type in craft barbecue sauce and look at all of the ones that come up on Amazon. Do you ever do that? If I do those things, I literally do it from home at night. Got it. So, so if I'm going to look for those kind of items that I can find it probably let's just say 70 to 80% of any common store, I would do those typically from home a lot of times. Okay. So if I was going to do that, I'd look at home and go, okay, well, this one looks pretty good. So then the next time I'm in a store, I just want to double check the price to see if that works. So then what I'll do if I find something at home like that Uh is I'll typically screenshot the picture on Amazon and the ASIN. Okay. And then the next time I'm in a store, I'll use the reference to look up that item. That's awesome. How long will you, Jimmy talks about spending like four hours in an aisle. Have you guys ever done that? Nope. No. I, I refuse to, cause I hate stores. <laughs> I, I literally, I hate shopping. I'm probably right. the only woman on the planet and he just doesn't have time because sure. he literally sources in the mornings on the way to work on his okay. lunch break and on his way home from work. Wow. So he's in the store for less than an hour. So yeah, a lot of the time research time. is done at home. Yeah. That's awesome, man. That's so cool. And the thing I would reinforce to people too, Ryan, is that there are a lot of times that you don't find anything. I mean, it kind of, it's funny, but it seems like you kind of hit streaks where you just go, man, I didn't find anything for three or four days. Yeah. And then you'll have one day you're like, where was all of these items? Yeah, the last right. time I scanned, I just found 10. Yeah. That's right. You feel like you lost your touch. Like I'm getting tired. I'm yeah. Not, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think that helps a ton. It's just a, just the stick with itness. Like Rachel said, the marathon, not the sprint. Yeah. So I mean, really it's, if you found 30 items in a month and you didn't find 20, you didn't find any for the first 20 days, but you found them all in the last 10 days, you still would have met your goal. Yep. That's awesome. Yeah. My goodness. So I heard you say stick with itness, it's a marathon, not a sprint. What other advice would you say give to somebody who's, you know, or maybe give what you would give to yourself, you know, two years ago? His favorite saying in life is control the controllable. He says that all the time. And that is so true with this because we are so not in control when it comes to Amazon. Yep. People tanking prices, it taking a month for Amazon to check your stuff in. Honestly, and maybe this is a bad thing. I don't know. I do not even look to see how long it is taking Amazon to check my stuff in. Sure. Because it's only going to make me angry. I'm only going to see that this box of 300 items has been sitting there for 30 days. What can I do about it? Right. Nothing. I could, I could spend my time to open a case and they're going to say, Oh, well you need to wait however many days to reconcile, you know, like you already know that don't, don't waste your time worrying about things that you don't have control over. Like, okay, so I have 300 items that are sitting there, not checked in. What, what do I have control over? What can Uh, I do? mm. I can send 300 more items in. And as long as I continue to like, I don't know where I heard this, feed the beast. 
That's mm-hmm. what people say, you know, with mm-hmm. their shipments, just do, you know, if you are consistently sending shipments in, mm-hmm. stuff will consistently get checked in. It'll, so you know, there are times where stuff never gets checked in and you do need to open the case and, sure. and that kind of thing. But really, I only check that stuff about once a month. And okay. I just, I just focus on getting stuff sent in and it helps my stress level. So yep. are you guys doing any merchant fulfilled right now? A little bit. We did a lot when everything shut down, okay. which I really do not care for at all. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's why, why I don't really care for eBay. We do, we sure. do eBay as well, but probably less than 10% right okay. now and usually okay. it's if we do merchant fulfill it's hazmat because we okay. are not part of the hazmat program i okay. there's just a couple of things about that that i didn't care for and i just okay. decided that that wasn't something that we were going to pursue so we uh merchant fulfill hazmat items okay. um some of our replens that sell really really fast and because stuff is taking longer to get checked in, mm-hmm. um, I'll keep about 10 of them at home to merchant fulfill. Okay. And then also send some in FBA. And then sometimes really fast selling grocery items mm-hmm. that maybe the expiration date is too close to send in, okay. but I know I can sell it and get it sent in merchant okay. fulfill that. Yeah. Love it. That's awesome. I saw you posting them, but you're in uh, trying to get the get in a Walmart account or you're trying to get started there? Is that right? We did. We got accepted yesterday. Oh, wonderful. Congratulations. Fully, fully accepted. So I didn't realize it when you initially apply, they're like, oh, you're approved. Well, you're not really approved. Mm. There's another whole list of stuff that you have to go through. Okay. And then actually list your items and and then okay. after you do that second part, then they review okay. you again. Okay. And then they give you, and that's when they tell you, okay, you're live. That's awesome. Um, so, what's your so plan with Walmart? Are you just going to go through your, through your replan list and see what's yep. on there? Okay. Yep. I started doing that sometimes. Um, like right now, we're really focusing on getting our IPI up. So I've okay. been going through and pulling back any excess units that we may have at Amazon. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to try to list some of that stuff on Walmart Okay, and really just go through our replens list and, and see it's kind of like eBay to me though. I'm not super excited about fulfilling (laughs) a bunch of orders, but it's another stream. Yeah. Another stream of income. Yeah. yeah. But they're also just so you know, I'm talking with them. Josh Walker at Pro Prep and Fulfillment down in Southern Illinois, their system works with Walmart. So you could potentially, if it made sense, Mm -hmm. have stuff stored there and they could fulfill it for you. Yeah. Great. So, and we'll be talking about that. Everybody listening, that'll be available to Legends members and you guys can, uh, you know, if if profit margin is there to have them start and fulfill it for you, then they'll be able to to do, they can actually do eBay stuff too. Oh, Um, Alicia has a question. Any suggestion for getting their IPI up? So we actually, ours was below 500 when they sent out that email and I had a major panic attack. And so we, I was like, oh my gosh, we're going to, because we really start sending Q4 stuff in September, October, like, Mm -hmm. and we will load up on things. So Kate's webinar helped a lot. Watch that. But um, the main, really the only two things that we did 
were pull back excess. Yeah, pull back excess units. Okay. Which I just went into like inventory and inventory mm-hmm. age, anything. I had some stuff that had been there for too long. Mm-hmm. Pulled that back. And then I'm horrible. This is so embarrassing to say, but I had stuff from 2017 uh-huh. that I had never deleted out of oh, my wow. inventory. I okay. had like 600 pages of inactive inventory from 2017. I just never oh. would go back and actually delete stuff. Okay. So and that's I stuff that do... was probably clearance stuff that you won't ever sell again. Exactly. Yeah, it's from when we yeah. started. Yep. So, yep. Yep. Yeah. So I just made a goal to where every day I would delete 50 pages okay. of inactive, you know, inventory that I knew I wasn't going to sell again. And it was actually kind of helpful because there were a few things that I was going through and I was like, oh my goodness, we need to look for this again. And so I'd right. show Michael, I'd be like, can you still find this at the store? And he's like, yeah, I think I've seen that. So to go through that old stuff and, yeah. uh, but th- that was the only two things that we did was delete okay. uh, inventory that we knew wasn't, that we weren't going to restock. Okay. And then um, and pulling back, pull back excess. And I know Kate had like four or five tips in there, yeah. but those two things in one got week got us over 500. That's awesome. That's great. What are your guys' plans for Amazon? And your, your whole business, what do you want it to, and you don't have to share anything personal as far as any numbers that you don't want to share, but just like, what do you, like next couple of years, what do you want? I think we will probably stick with Amazon for the next couple of years. It's just, I don't want to sound overconfident, but it's just kind of easy to us. Mm-hmm. It, yep. It's, we're comfortable with it. We know what we're doing. It's, it's oh. easy for us to send it in and, and be done with it. Um, but it is definitely not a long-term goal. We are nervous. We, you know, about getting shut down. We don't want all of our eggs in that basket. Mm-hmm. Um, so we really just have goals to, for it to get us to something else. What that something else is right now, we're not really sure. Yeah, but okay. um, like I said, I'm, I'm a woman of faith and yeah. I just know that I just kind of have put it all in God's hands and, That's and, right. This journey so far has totally been all him. You know, that's he right. has just mm, that's led us to this point and I know yeah. he won't lead us astray. So that's right. we'll just keep doing it and until he opens another door. I love it. And so just so you guys know, I mean, anything I can ever do. I know we talked in New Harmony at the last conference about mm-hmm. other streams and things and we had you up and talking about that. So if there's anything I can help you guys with that, and I'm saying this to the whole legends group too, but yeah. obviously I love talking about multiple streams of income. I see Amazon as a vehicle to get people to their dreams and goals, be able to quit their yes. job like yeah. you did, Rachel. And Absolutely. I, I don't think most, I don't you sounds like you guys enjoy the, the Amazon side of things. I know, you know, there's certain parts of it you don't like, but there's a lot of yeah. folks that are in this group. They're like, Amazon is just a vehicle to get me to my goals. Yeah. And I want to continue it. They'll, they'll bolt it down and they want to do other things. And so guys, listen, if there's anything I can ever do to help you guys create multiple streams of income, you've seen the pattern with like what people, and it doesn't have to be Amazon related stuff, but you know, Jimmy Smith creating the replen course and now he has replen coaching program. So if there's anything at all that, that that you feel like I can help you uh, launch out into those things. And again, it doesn't have to be anything e-commerce related. I love helping people who, you know, want to do, write a book, create a course. And you know, again, something totally unrelated feel free to contact me anytime. That's my heart, my passion. So yeah. awesome. But, Thank uh, you. 
So proud of you guys. That's so fun. That's why the Lexus Group is so awesome because there's so many people good at so many things. Yes, you're right. There really are. I mean, Greg, Greg, you know, we listened to a couple of his messages and he's kind of helped us reignite our eBay business. So good. So even though awesome. I still hate it. <laughs> don't don't tell him. He'll get a big head. Don't tell him. <laughs> no, we love Greg. No, you're right. We do have a lot of really smart people in this group. Yeah. And yeah, I, yeah we, that's why we bring people on like you to talk about how you've done it because nobody's the expert of all of this stuff. So, yep. so cool. Well, the thank part you guys that I would so say much. we love Ryan as well is yeah. there's probably never been a question we asked that didn't get answered. That's good. No, I love that part. I mean, because you know, you're not going to know everything about the business. I mean, there's, nope. I mean, people ask us what we do and I go, well, we know enough to be dangerous. That's what I tell people. I go, we right. kind of know what we're doing, but I don't know. There's so many avenues we don't have any idea about. Right. You know, so sometimes people ask us and they're like, how do you sell that much? And you don't know how to do this. I'm like, well, we don't. But yeah, the great right. thing is we have a group of people we can reach out to when we don't that can help that's us right. get those answers. That's what it's for. So Appreciate you guys for doing this. This is uh, awesome. We'll have somebody else next month. So um, any last thoughts? Good. Well, the same thing we would say, Ryan, is if there's anybody that has questions or things or, you know, wants help with something, we'd be glad to help with whatever we can, you know. So tell them to reach out to Rachel or I or find this one, you know, through the group or Facebook or whatever it would be. Yeah, and if you guys see, I mean, seriously, this is the, I'll say this to the whole group. If there's holes you see with our content, with something that you feel like, you can fill that gap or there's just a way you want to serve that nobody's filling that or we need help and whatever you're feel free to let me know because um you know i can't see everything and you know like with the ryan robinson walmart i saw a lot of people asking questions about walmart so i think okay we got to find somebody to do some type of course so i was hurrying trying to find somebody that uh that knew what they were doing and uh so we picked him to to create this mini course so all that type of stuff is open so feel free to let me know Awesome. Awesome, guys. Thank you so much. Have a blessed weekend and we'll see you next time. All right. Thank you. you. All right. All right. See you, everybody. All right. Bye. Thank you for listening to Silent Sales Machine Radio. Visit silentgym.com for a link to our free newsletter, our free Facebook group, and all of our resources mentioned on today's show.